Hey, this is Alyssa. This is Josue. We're from the band Harper. And we listen to Portland Radio Project. This is Anthony Medici from Liquid Light. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Mike Collins from Mets, Ryan, and Collins. This is Haley Johnson. You're listening to Portland Radio Project. Good evening. You are listening to Portland Radio Project, and this is the Portland Playlist. Hi, Terry. Hi, Veronica. What up? Mm, not much. It's wet out there. Yeah, it's wet, but it's, it, it's flooding. But I'm you didn't exhausted. get your favorite snow event. I didn't get my what? Your favorite snow event didn't happen over the weekend. I'm, I'm sure my, you were really disappointed. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was crushed. I was crushed that we weren't in. We were held stranded. hostage in our house for. 48 hours. So again, you are listening to the Portland Playlist on Portland Radio Project, 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. And we've got Dave, Ned, Mike, and Al, also known as Mexican Gunfight in the studio with us. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've been dying to do that. <laughs> She's been practicing all I week. I did all on the car right over. <laughs> yeah. It's not so funny. it sounds more like a video game of I, asteroids I or something, though. Sorry. Well, you that, have to work on that gunfight. That's my bonanza. My, you know, my Inglewood gunshots sound a little different. <laughs> that's well, welcome, true. gentlemen. Thank you very much for, for being with us here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. We are going to start off with some influences, some of the music that has shaped Mexican gunfights musical journey, and then we're going to hear some original songs from the guys as well. So let's start with a little, a little, little feet. How about a, a little, lot of little feet? feet? <laughs> You're listening to Portland Radio Project. This is the Portland Playlist, and we do have Mexican Gunfight in the studio with us. And we were just listening to some Little Feet and the Eagles. But before before we we do that... Yes, I know. we got to talk about the two tickets that we're going to give away to one of their shows. we got two tickets. Two tickets can be yours, but you have to text. Yeah. And you got to keep listening. And you have to keep listening. So we're going to tell tell you you. when you have to do it and what you have to do to win those tickets. But first, before you get all excited, you got to make sure that your calendar is cleared for Saturday, February 11th, because that is the show you're going to win tickets to. And they are playing at the White Eagle, which was where I saw you guys the first time when you had a show with Love Gigantic. And that was... um, 2015, I believe, or 16, I don't know. I have my dates off, I think. But um, ever since then, I've wanted to have you guys on Mm -hmm. this show because I did not know of you then. And you guys just put on a rocking, killer show, and the crowd just was going crazy. So it was a lot of fun. (laughs) So you winner out there, you're going to get two tickets, and you'll want to go to this show, let me tell you. And White Eagle's a great place to see you guys. And it's Valentine's Day weekend, so what Valentine's Day? What's Valentine's Day? It's a great time and day, an excuse to go. It's been so long for Valentine's Day. I forget what that whole holiday is. Yeah, Yeah. I do have to know though because I don't want to go through the whole show. Explain Mexican gunfight. Was this off of some spaghetti western? Or Oh my goodness. Now that would be a great opportunity for Mike to talk because it was <laughs> he was the inspiration behind the name of the band. We were we were talking about a song that uh, was an original song. And uh it has a very Latin influence. And I'm taking Mike's 
Mike's story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually speaking through Dave. <laughs> Channeling. We've been playing together for 30 years, and so we, we've I, I don't see where your thing. hand is right now. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> anyway, go on, Dave. It was amazing. So we were, we had been, re- this was in the infancy of the band, and we were rehearsing this song, and it's, a ve- it's got a very Latin feel. And uh, Mike was saying that, you know, we were doing, we were making good progress on the song, but there was one section of the song where we really needed to pay some attention to that needed to have a kind of a crescendo, maybe a ramp up, if you will. And at the end of this ramp up, before the certain chord change, it had to just have all kinds of sparks, like a Mexican gunfight or some sort of a big battle scene, (laughs) some sort of thing like that. And... He actually used the phrase Mexican gunfight in describing this, you know, uh, climax. And we just stopped in our tracks. And the rest of us were like, what did you just say? A what? (laughs) They do that a lot when I talk. (laughs) He was just riffing, riffing, you know, speaking. And it turned out that he just threw something out that he had never heard before. And we had never heard heard it before either. And... I, for one, just started cracking up. I thought it was... The image that came to my head was just chaos. And I th- the rest of the guys were all laughing about it. And we we had been... We had this... Ta- uh, a running list of, of, of uh, band titles. Because we had not named the band yet. What were some other names? Oh, I, you know, I, I don't honestly... I honestly have no idea. I mean, this Because is, once you heard that, that was that it. Was it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because we just said, no, no, we can't name it Mexican Gunfight. That's a, that, No, we can't do that. We uh, don't have the sombreros. Uh, and, right. Like, we'll be... The, they'll think we're the worst mariachi band in the world. <laughs> yeah, Al, Ned, Dave, and Mike. <laughs> Mexican Gunfight. You know, I mean... Yeah. yeah. I see it. I don't know. I don't see a problem with yeah. that. Yeah. This Just is America. <laughs> True enough. So far. Right? So well, that's so, up for debate. So we, we dismissed that idea for a, probably a week and tried other names and bounced them off each other. But the, just we kept coming back yeah, to Mexican yeah, Gunfight right. because it made us laugh and made us feel good. And that's ultimately why we're playing music in the first place because – it was all about having fun, having a good time, and so having a name that made us laugh, laugh. And, and, and have fun was just fitting. Yeah. So we went with it. And we asked a couple of people if they were offended, and they said no. So we said, yeah, we're in. That's good. Oh. And you guys have been together for more than 10 years. Yeah, so... And that's, that's 30 for the two of you. That, it's kind of misleading, yeah, because I think all of us... Uh, <laughs> We've all been together for even longer than that, really, in some incarnation or another. Right. Mike and Dave used to be in Nine Days Wonder way back when, which was a band that I used to go see and think was the coolest band ever. And then Al and Mike were in a band right about that same time. Then after that, there was the Renegade Saints, which was the three of them. And I was in a band called The Strangers, and we all toured together. The Strangers broke up. The Renegade Saints broke up. Kerosene Dream was born out of those two bands, um, as well as a bunch of other Splinter projects after that. Um, Al and Mike and myself played with an artist named Leah Kruger for a long time, and we also played with um, Nate Query from The Decemberists in a project. 
um, which was sort of the foundation for what became Mexican gunfight ultimately. Huh. Um, but it's uh, it's a very interesting and long history. Sounds like it, yeah. and it sounds very cr- much cross pollinating, which is kind of how we find the Portland local music scene is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always amazed how many people play with you know many different bands. It's a so, fantastic thing. Yeah, it really is. The no, cross pollination is is, yeah. is a great thing for Portland. Yeah, 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 it really is. And it's fun for this show because we have some people, one in particular, who seems to come in here all the time because he plays with every band, I swear, that... I miss you, Mark Bowden. Oh, Wherever Mark you Bowden, are. Of course. <laughs> so I, I play with Mark Bowden, too. Of course oh, you God. do. Of course. Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So all, okay, of these, so all of these different bands that eventually begot Mexican gunfighter, Mexican gunfight gunfighter gunfight how, uh, now she's going to change the name the, on you. i am going to change the name how how did those musical roads get you to this well there's a lot of uh, i think that there's a lot of common ground between all of those bands and there's um you know I, there's i we're playing influences before mm-hmm. there's definitely uh, a foundation of common influences and there's a lot of common history between us, a common experience. We've all toured together. We all toured the same places together. Um, and so there's just there's a, a very common theme and a thread that ties us all together, yeah. both sort of like uh, in, a, in a musical context, but also as a, in a friendship context and just being able to hang out together. Fantastic. Yeah. So talk about Little Feet and the Eagles a little bit. How do those songs or, or artists directly influence Mexican gunfights sound? Or do they? Maybe it's just well, you. They do, they, we play a couple of Little Feet songs, mm-hmm. covers, um, and it's the... Uh, the kind of style that we've always sort of gravitated towards in in all of the bands that we've been in mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, <clears throat> a little bluesy a little funky a little uh, uh, sometimes a little jammy you know uh, with with uh, really cool songwriting so that's yeah. is had those things those are the bands that we are always gravitating towards you know whether mm-hmm. it's the Allman Brothers the you know uh, Little Feet or the band or uh, you know, dating ourselves because, you know, I think most of us grew up pretty much in, kind of in the 70s or at least the late 70s for some of these folks. Um. Mid-70s, for you know, pretty much right in the, the, the teeth of the 70s for me. But, um, yeah, so all of those all of those bands that were that were playing back then, uh, that that's what I grew up, mm-hmm. you know, listening to and wanting to. And, and learning how to play guitar with, uh, and it's just it's the f- fun style of music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and it's a very nostalgic time period. I think all these influences, because mm-hmm. I guess I'm of that era as well. And so listening to it, oh, I, you know, it just takes you right back. So where did your musical journey start for all of you guys? How old and what was your instrument? We'll start with Mike. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mike. Mm-hmm. What do you do for the band, Mike? Hi, Mike. I play the piano and the organ for the band. <laughs> I don't sing. <laughs> they don't let you. 
I don't let them let me, <laughs> and they're willing to not let me. Um, no, I, I, as a piano player, most of us get taught the piano. If you you know you have that home discipline type thing. So yeah, five years old. Wow, uh, youngest that's young. All all of my siblings went through the same sort of torture as, as kids, you know, learning. And um, then when, once the hormones kicked in, we all had the option to not take lessons anymore. And for some reason, I kept going where the rest of them bailed. And um, hmm. yeah, so. Was it kept, always the keys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, she, there, was a, there was a brief foray into the trumpet <laughs> in high school that was... I have no idea why I thought that would be a good idea. So, I had one of those too. What was your instrument? Trumpet. Really? Oh, oh wow. my god! I had one headache. Oh no! I we have a, I, one I, headache. I, a really bad idea just came in my head, and I'm just letting it go. <laughs> I, played, oh. I played trumpet for one day, all day. Got a horrible headache, and I never picked it up again. Well, one day, oh, one day doesn't count. Dude. <laughs> I did. I did. That's Boy, a, no, that's a bad headache. I was in. I was in high school band. I did. You know, marching bands. Oh. And and it was uh, it helped me develop a, a lot of respect <laughs> for horn players about the, developing their armature and the discipline, but with all that stuff, and I could not run away from that fast enough, and uh, went back to <laughs> the keys and you know uh, different high school programs and college programs that just led to where they led. Yeah. So, but yeah, it started at a young age with with family thing. Yeah. So. Great. What about you? you? Obviously, you're only one day of the horn, so clearly. (laughs) (laughs) You said that doesn't count. One day was Charlie Parker. Like, (laughs) if you were Charlie Parker, it wouldn't be one day. (laughs) Well, it would have been significant. (laughs) It would have been a fabulous day if you were Charlie (laughs) Parker, right? (laughs) (laughs) Good idea. I started late. I started in high school. I started uh, playing. Uh, my mom's acoustic guitar and trying to learn songs that uh, from records from from like spinning vinyl LP and uh, and yeah that's where I'd st- I started out doing that stuff and then uh, but the the local guys the guys in my neighborhood who were playing instruments they didn't have a bass player so I <laughs> abandoned guitar and, and went and bought a bass wow yeah and just started playing bass because that's what was needed and there was a throw together band that did nothing. We just maybe rehearsed a couple times, and uh, yeah. Were you self taught then? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still learning. Yeah. Still, still learning. working on it. We should always still be learning, whatever it is, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ned. Yes. When did you play trumpet, Ned? Uh, <laughs> really? What, day, still, what day was your day? Yeah. <laughs> that's still in my future, actually. Uh, no, I had a... Uh, my dad had a banjo and a guitar uh, lying around, and I, I picked those up just on my own. And uh, then I met a, a friend who had a brother who had a drum set in a room that where no one could hear you and there was a dinner party or something like that and I got to play all night long with the headphones on and I thought this is it this is this is for me I was scanning the radio playing all my favorite songs and I was absolutely hooked at that point what age was this uh this would have been fourth or fifth grade hmm. uh era 
And then, uh, then I got into a band project, uh, The Generations, from Ainsworth School, and we did our, <laughs> we did our talent show, and, uh, and that band actually was sort of a, a kind of stuck together a little bit, and, um, and we grew, and we blossomed, and, and further on, you know, we kind of went through grade school, and then there was this other band that we looked up to called Electric Strawberry, <laughs> which had Dave in it, actually. They were the band that we aspired to. And so we, we kind of we honed our chops kind of looking up to those guys. And, um, and then later on, after uh, Nine Days Wonder started, again, that was sort of like they, they set the bar at that point. So these were the things that kind of pushed us, you know, like, wow, I love playing and I'd love to be in that band and be that good at some point in time. Oh, yeah. What a great story. And now look, you're playing yeah. That's it. in a band with your mentor <laughs> yes. from your youth. I didn't know about the Generations. Oh, yeah. Generations? Michael <laughs> Cleary? Right. Yeah. That's ironic because, uh, wait, fun. was it the Ainsworth Talent Show? Yeah. We Shout out that. to Ainsworth School. <laughs> <laughs> That's what me, Dave and I want to go on. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. You guys are well, that. <laughs> <laughs> so right. if any of our, you children are from Ainsworth? And you're listening, Aww. this is what you can aspire to. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Al, how about you? Well, I, I, uh, I also had the uh, mom who started us off in piano at, you know, six years old, played um, and worked on that, well, barely worked on that for the <laughs> next six years, probably. Uh, but uh, in uh, fifth grade, I, I wasn't able to... They had too many trumpet players already. Oh. So... You two. It's really yeah. You yeah. two. So, yeah, yeah. So, so I got stuck with the trombone. So I was a trombone player for a few years, barely, uh, but decided that I didn't want to end up doing the marching band thing, so I... Uh, so I, I quit the band, quit the trombone at 15. And, but it, uh, I always, you know, I always thought the guitar looked like it was too hard to play. It's like, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, until one day, I, I, uh, my friend who lived across the street, I was going around, and he had this sort of basement bedroom, and I had to walk around the backside of the house. To, and I hear him play, I hear... You know, smoke on the water. You know, for coming out of his room, and I, and I go, okay, cool. He's jamming up, and then I, I look through the window. And it's like he, here's my buddy, and he's got this Sears Roebuck guitar <laughs> and a tiny little amp with I think with a blown spe- with a torn speaker, so turned all the way up to ten, and he's going da 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 da, and his eyes are rolled up, and his, I went. Because he has smoke on the water. <laughs> well, if he can do that, <laughs> I can do that. So I, I just decided, okay, I'm going to figure out how to do this. Then you know, if, if my buddy who's never shown, and you're I had no, I am working on, I'm working on it. I still quite haven't got it. It's like, no, I, 
but I'm working on it. All right. Well, <laughs> let's let's play these last couple of influences, and then we are going to hear some original tracks from Mexican Gunfight, our guests on the Portland playlist tonight. And you still have a chance to win tickets, yes. so don't worry. All right, that's the Almond Brothers, and before that we heard Neil Young. You're listening to Portland Radio Project. This is the Portland Playlist with Mexican Gunfight in the studio. And we're having a rousing conversation during those songs while we were still enjoying them, but kind of talking, talking about, about how tough it is mm-hmm. to really narrow down your musical influences as a musician, as a lover of music, to really sit down and go, okay, what songs have shaped me and how I listen to music? So we appreciate you guys narrowing the feel down a little bit for us and for our listeners. And I appreciate you posing the question because it forced me to think about something I hadn't really thought about before. So tell us about the last two that we heard was Neil Young's Heart of Gold, of course, and the Allman Brothers' Statesboro Blues. How were those influential? Since you're not a blues band, how does that blues song come into play? Well, you know what? I think the Allman Brothers' Statesboro Blues is representative of the entire Allman Brothers' catalog for Mm -hmm. us because we we all listen to the the Allman Brothers' band. But I think... think they have a they have a wide variety of things. They have they have long instrumentals that are kind of jazzy, like in memory of Elizabeth Reed and Mountain Jam, and Libraires and Nay Minor and the, these other things. And for me, at least, all of that stuff was somehow I'm not sure how, but it was influential. It it impacted me so much when I was first, you know coming into just listening to music and picking and choosing the things that I wanted to listen to, it was huge. And I, I don't know how, but it, I know it did. And I ended up, it, I covered Statesboro Blues back in 90s Wonder with Mike. Mm-hmm. We covered One Way Out. We covered... Uh, On memory. the trumpet? <laughs> I left the trumpet at home with, with the headache and the... With the headache. Well, you know how the Allman Brothers had the, the two guitar thing? We, we did a, a twin trumpet. Nice thing. done. <laughs> nice done. Uh-huh. Okay. Only Dave was silently... Only, only for one day. Only one day. Yeah. Mine was air trumpet. But yeah, the, yeah, we ended up playing a bunch of Allman Brothers in previous mm-hmm. bands, and I think we maybe went past that and decided that we'd been there, done that. But I think it was... It, it was there imprinted on our DNA after that as far as like like Neil Young God Harvest was one of the first albums I ever bought with my own money you know mm-hmm. it was probably seven dollars and I absolutely would that be that nice album. if it was like that now <laughs> I think I bought that and uh, the song remains the same Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. in the same day <laughs> which is what that's where my music yeah. is was at yeah. I mean that's where it was at I was buying Led Zeppelin and Neil Young on the same freaking day yeah well, my first concert was Chicago, and my next one was Rush. So kind of the, yeah, <laughs> kind yeah, of the yeah, same yeah, thing. Awesome. You know? yeah. And how Mixed it all distills down into today, I, I don't know. But the, the influences for me run from country to harder rock. Like hard rock, to me, is Led Zeppelin for me. Because yeah, that's about it for me. Maybe, maybe a little bit of like Pearl Jam, because I love that, uh, that mm-hmm. too. But yeah, it's it's it runs from like folk rock like Neil Young to like harder seventies rock like like Zep. Well, music is mu- music is uh, is energy. 
in a, in a certain mm-hmm. way. And and I think when you're talking about influences, sometimes it I think most commonly it translates to like what do you end up sounding like. And I can't hear those influences in their music, but there's other layers to playing music, I think, that are reflected in terms of maybe the protocols and the philosophical backbone behind what you're doing with your music. And and as I'm sitting here thinking about what we do, I think two things that rubbed off on us strongly are a certain dynamic disposition, like we treat... We, we treat song, you guys could argue with me on this one, um, but we treat our song patterns very carefully in terms of how the song's going to grow from the beginning to the end. And it takes shape partly through pre-construction in the form of rehearsals, but also through the repetition of our shows. And... I think all of us having toured for many years together, we, we got a lot we got a lot of songs written on the road that were shaped on the road through playing them hundreds of times in a year and having the songs evolve that way. Now that we aren't going through that type of discipline, um, or at least that kind of rigorous repetition of playing, we we do have the discipline to um, pay attention to what we're doing show to show and shaping it very quickly mm-hmm. to the point where we're refining it and paying attention to, okay, we're hitting a second verse, it's going to have a, a different kind of energy. And the reflexes that we have as a band end up being kind of a group mind kind of thing because we have played together. So it's kind of fun to, you know, to go into a rehearsal, Dave pulls out a song, we play it, we talk about how it goes, and that's half the battle, but the second half is what happens on stage. Sure. Because as we play it time and time again, things are happening almost in spite of ourselves, and it ends up shaping itself. Mm. And that's kind of a cool thing to just be part of, yeah. if that makes any sense. I'm oh, not absolutely. sure it does. Absolutely. But um, then, then the other thing that we have, I think, that carries over is sort of the improvisational stuff that happens. We have a lot of songs that open up. Some songs, you have a lot of nice quotes. Our solo, it's like, okay, this is 16 bars. He is eloquent as always. It's beautiful and it ends. And other things are like, this thing just goes open. And that's where, you know, the Almond Brothers slash Dead slash Santana slash Little Feet stuff kicks in. Because at that point, usually in the second set, there are no rules. And I think our most reliable audience, night to night, is the audience that's as hungry to hear that as we are hungry to play it. Sure. Right. And that turns it into a great conversation. Yeah. So well, speaking of audiences, yeah, yes. oh, yeah. You know. you've got shows coming up. Let's make sure that we're mentioning the shows that you're coming up before we play your original tracks. Yeah, we, so, have, we have our show coming up on February 11th at, yes. uh, at the White Eagle. <clears throat> and there's some great continuity, of course, to this conversation because our great friend and bandmate John Shipe is going to be opening up the show. And John, um, if you were to add him in the mix of these people, um, would create the Renegade Saints, which is a, a band that toured for many years. I was the drummer that came in at the very end of the many drummer saga that they had in that band. But um, nonetheless, I got to do a, a, an album and, and have some spend some time being in that band as well. But um, So John is opening up that show. Uh, you can do the math. There might be a moment there where we all get on stage oh, together. Nice. Who knows? We'll fun. see. Nice, nice, nice. We'll little teaser there. Yeah. I like it. So it'd be a good... Good one to attend. Yeah. And then you've got a show, um, Rock Creek Tavern, on the 16th? Yep. 
Yeah. We also have Tomorrow Night in Bend. Oh, yes. For those who are listening on internet. That's right. On PRP.FM. And then you've got a gig going on on the 25th with Kerosene Dream Anniversary at Alberta Rose. Yeah. We we had our... I'm in Kerosene Dream, and we had, I think, was it 20-year anniversary? Yeah, last year. Last year. 20 years, wow. Yeah. And uh, it it was a wonderful, wonderful show. And uh, afterward, uh, I was talking with Adam, the host there at the Alberta Rose. He says, let's do this next year. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> well, that's kind of ridiculous. Nobody comes out for a 21st anniversary show. But he goes, but, you know, it could be a cool annual thing. And I thought... Okay, I'll think about that. And and I I agreed with them. It could be just a great reason to get together once mm-hmm. a year and it would challenge us. And it it, it is really uh, we're in the rehearsal uh we're doing rehearsals for that now. And it's it's really fun actually. It is challenging. We're pulling songs out of the catalog, the deep catalog, stuff that's off album and uh it's I think it's going to be really fun. Cool. Well, and then great. March 4th the Burke yeah, and the Burke. We're going to try the Burke out for the first time. Very cool. I, I went yeah. there um, to hear, or last, when was that? Last summer. And um, that's a really cool place. Yeah, Wendy and Michael are great. Yeah, they are great. Yeah. It's, are you spending the night there? I would imagine so. Yeah. By the end of it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a long, dark one. Yeah. As a band, we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. But yeah well, they've got, yeah. Their, they've got the great boarding house up there that actually used to be, they used to have dances mm-hmm. up there on the upstairs it's, level. It was, yeah, the, it was a dance hall. Yeah. yeah. It's all partitioned yeah. into sleeping zones. Right. They, I don't know if you guys know this. They have these two gigantic mastiffs. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, they weigh like 250 pounds. Wow. I will. I will wrestle. So with we'll, them. Yes. yeah. Well, the first thing you need to do. When They'll you be your stage mascot. You want to get on the right side. Yeah. Of the nice. Perfect. <laughs> and then you're back at the White Eagle on St. Patrick's Day. My birthday. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to listen to some original tunes from Mexican Gunfight, but here is your chance to win two tickets to see Mexican Gunfight at White Eagle this Saturday, right? The yep, 11th. Saturday. Text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 27299. Be the which texter? What number texter? I think the third one. The third texter, and you mm-hmm. will win two tickets. Yes. Yeah. So do it because do it. you don't want to miss this show. Valentine's Poor Mike Day is getting weekend. abused over here. Come on. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we are going to hear a couple of tunes right now from Mexican Gunfight. Let's. How about we check out Crazy in June and then I'm Not the Enemy. Good. Sounds good. All right. Enjoy.
was gathering, I watched it all. It came blowing through here, accelerated by anger and alcohol. There was no shelter for a friend or other when you're taking aim. I'm taking cover. We're hearing tunes from Mexican Gunfight. You're listening to Portland Radio Project, 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. Before we get back to chatting with the gentleman that we have in the studio here, just want to super quick throw a little bit of information out there for folks. If you're looking for anything to do, make sure that you check out Portland Center Stage. They are one of our most adamant sponsors. We're so grateful to them. They help us continue to be commercial-free and bring everybody some great local music. They've got um, Astoria playing right now over at the Armory. It's the story of history's dramatic but largely forgotten turning point in the conquest of North America. It's a great play. Terry said she had a friend that went and saw it and said it was phenomenal. And it's ending in just... Yeah, so So you got to rush off and see it. But you know who else was there just recently? Rebecca Webb. Rebecca Webb and Rick Johnson, who is another one of our sponsors with Premier Motorsports. And it looks like they were having a great time and had great things to say about it as well. So now we know four people that raved about the play, and um, I think there's many more. So go see it because it it. goes away on the 12th. Go support Portland Center Stage. They're a big supporter of ours, and we need you guys to support them and support us. So if you got a couple of extra bucks, please feel free to visit PRP.FM and click support now. That'll help us continue to bring you our listeners that we love local artists like, like mexican gunfight that we love no commercial how that works that's why we like that no commercials so talk about those couple of tunes guys what what's in the works for you album wise what's going on with all of that oh you're oh. pointing you <laughs> pointing to the mr ned yeah well, ned, I, you're up uh well i think that we're um we're at the beginning of the next album okay. uh cycle process right now okay. we have sort of the uh the writing of the tunes and the um some new ideas to explore uh in fact just at the break we were talking about a retreat that we want to put together um just so we can um kind of talk about the vision and the plan but i think then another album is in the works and we definitely have some new material that we that dave has written and some ideas and things that we all want to throw into the pot that um are all sort of the very beginnings of the next album. And it's you have to have one out and say, oh, I love that album. But there's all this other stuff that right. I want to do, too. Right. So you have to have that sophomore release there to, as a reaction, I think. Is there a primary songwriter um, in the band? 
Yeah. Dave? And then do you work on something and present it to the band? What's the process for you guys? Yeah, I, uh, the process is that I, I write a lot of songs, and then I, I try to pick uh, what I think the band might like. And, <laughs> and keep the other for your solo for your solo work or well it ends up that way I, I i pick what i think the band will like knowing that i can't choose them all mm-hmm. i i wish they you know try them all but we just don't have the, that kind of time in the world so uh i i go hey what about this one you know and we we give it a try and throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks <laughs> and uh that's that's the process basically yeah and it's just you just keep going, and and some of them work, and some of them don't. You just right. never really know. You 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 write a song, and all you can do is give it a shot and see what happens. So I I do I'm going to start a solo thing in order to take care of the <laughs> orphans that don't that don't. That don't that Which don't. you are doing. So you're doing a solo show before the White Eagle on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's you. A daily double. Yeah, that's right. a double, double day. So you're going to be out. Where is it? You're going to be at the Grand Lodge. Yeah, Grand first Lodge. They, in the they, afternoon. They have that a big, day. Uh, big uh, event going there that day because they they created some new hotel rooms. So they're they're having a kind of a big celebration, property wide celebration, uh, right? So they got music going on all over the place, huh. and I'm part of that. Great. So I'm going to be in. Uh, oh gosh, I think it's called. Uh, oh shoot, Pat's Corner. Pat's Corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a cool action. It's a cool space. I've been in there just to get a a, a, a drink before a show and uh, the album covers from from oh, all nice. years of rock and roll on the on the walls and oh, the ceiling. Cool. It's and it's one of those kind of places you kind of gaze at the wall and go like, I got that album. I got uh-huh. that album too. Yeah. I got that album. Too. Oh, that's a great album. I don't have that one. <laughs> or uh, I lost that vinyl. What happened to that? <laughs> oh, how fun! I have to go check that out. It's kind of fun. Well, I think we need to hear some more music, don't yeah, we? Just well, have a couple we, more minutes. We are going to close the show out with one last song from Mexican Gun fight. If you haven't already texted the word wind 27299, I don't know how many texters we've had, so it's just a guess, but if, if you're the third one, the tickets yep. are yours. So make sure that you do that and if you don't win the tickets, you can still go see them at White Eagle. That's right. It's going to be we a hope good that time. You do. Um, gentlemen, thank you very very much for being here and with us. Thank you so much. Thank this is really fun. And it means a lot to us that you come by and give us your time like that and let us pick your brains and Play your influences, and it's a lot of fun. All of that kind of good stuff. Next time, we would appreciate it if you'd bring the trumpets, though. Okay. That's right, okay. because we want to see Dave's head That's blow fair. off. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or, or me? Wow. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll cover the that's, walls. That's, what we, okay. that's the imagery that you know your description was yeah. planting in my head. All right. So one last song from Mexican Gunfight. We're going to hear the road less less traveled. Everybody have a wonderful evening. You're going to hear a special edition of the Portland Playlist tomorrow evening. We had to reschedule Maurice and the Stiff Sisters to join us on another night because of the snow. So they'll be here tomorrow, 7 to 8. They will be here tomorrow. Mexican Gunfight, gentlemen, thank you so very much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Your life is so magnetic To chaos and things frenetic What's learned and what's genetic here? Maybe the drive will ease your mind Though you're not the introspective kind Once you get out there, who knows what 
Western horizon, pink on green. The prettiest clouds you've ever seen. No doubt it's someplace he has been. Up on the canyon walls at night, shadows play tricks before your eyes. Coyotes coursing through the Let's see.